Today on the Marketing Musician Podcast, we've got some basic marketing tips from Ariel Hyatt. It might seem like a lot to make it happen today, but give it all you got and you just might find your way. Just make the music and you can choose to tell the world just who you are. You're listening to the Marketing Musician Podcast at marketingmusician.com. All right, hello, you marketing maniacs. It is I, your smiling host, Jammin' Dave Jackson, author of the book, Get Your Band Out of the Basement and Keep Them Out of the Asylum. That is available right over there at marketingmusician.com, which is our website. You can also email me, dave at marketingmusician.com. You can call in your comments. It's 888-563-3228. And today, wanted to share with you, found an article, and sometimes kind of just going back to the basics is good. And uh, I've, I'm familiar with Ariel Hyatt. She does uh, cyber PR and um, she does, you know, internet marketing. She does social marketing uh, or social media. Uh, and uh, basically she has a, uh, an article here that I'm basically going to read this. So this isn't my stuff. I'm going to comment on it as we go along, but I'm going to kind of use this as a springboard, but she does bring up some Things that you're kind of like, yeah, sometimes we need to go back to the basics. And that is, there are three ways to increase your income as a musician. One, increase your number of clients, which would be fans for us. Increase the frequency of purchases. In other words, how often do your fans buy stuff from you? And, uh, you know, she says, you better have more than just music to sell. And, of course, the third way is to increase the amount of money that you charge and she says here, okay, you know, none of these are brain surgery, but from a musician's perspective, it brings up some interesting points. She says, I point out that music sold online cannot be treated like a diet product. So marketing music from a straight up traditional internet marketing approach is, in my opinion, not entirely possible. The reason why I think this is products that sell very well online tend to solve people's problems like losing weight or making more money. She says, I am captivated by how musicians can use some of these basic principles to increase their own bottom line in the digital space. I'm going to break each one of these principles down from a musician's perspective, and uh, she's actually going to have more posts about these, so uh, you can find her at uh, Cyber PR, I believe. Well, I have her link here at the bottom. Uh, let's see. I'll put a link to this out in the show notes. But she says, um, ten. so she's got... A couple points here. She says, so how do you increase your number of fans? And she says, I'm always shocked when musicians that she works with at Cyber PR are desperate to reach more and more potential fans without really focusing on the fans they already have. You know, these fans don't need to be found because, well, you already got them. In fact, that's one of the things when I teach customer service to people, it costs something like 10 to 12 times the amount of money to get a new person to get, you know, to, to get a new customer than it is to keep the ones you have. Cause sometimes, you know, businesses don't want to break their policies and it's like, look, you're going to end up spending 10 times as much money to get this person back as if you just let them do that. I was uh, dealing with dollar rental car last week in Texas and they just would not bend the rules. And I'm like, all right, guess what? 
I'm telling everybody I know, stay away from thrifty and stay away from dollar because number one, that's the wrong business plan right there because it's the same company with two different names. It'd be like if one company owed Burger King and McDonald's. I don't get it, but anyway. Um, but they wouldn't, and they kept using the word policy. That is just wrong. She says here that in measuring fans, the best place to look at your social is at your social networks and at your mailing list. And she says your newsletter, your newsletter, and for that reason, your blog posts on your website is the only place where you can directly engage with your fans on your own terms, not on Facebook's terms, not on Twitter's terms. That's why I always preach about have your own website, have your own email list. So she says, here are 10 fail-safe ways to increase or engage with your fan base uh, by pulling from fans that you already know and who have trust and uh, in, you have their trust and, and they like you. So number one, get serious about your newsletter. And she mentions here to use FanBridge. I'm a big fan of FanBridge. In fact, I actually have something come up about FanBridge, about how you can get your Spotify button onto uh, Facebook. You know, she says, and send out a newsletter one time a month. You know, track your effectiveness by monitoring your open rates. And so, you know, if you're not going to use FanBridge, which is geared towards musicians, you know, there are things like AWeber, things like that. Mine your inbox and outbox for names and addresses to add to your email list. Ask all of your friends if it's okay to add them to your list. Now, this is what I'm going to add to this. Do not, do not, do not add people to your mailing list without their permission. It's just horrible. And when people do that to me, I get really, really pissed. So you think, hey, maybe this person will like me because I'm giving them information that, no, 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 ask. That's a big one. Number three, of course, bring a clipboard to each and every live appearance. You know, Invite people onto your mailing list with a raffle or a giveaway from the stage and collect email addresses. There are also other ways to do this. If you have a laptop, you know, I think FanBridge, yeah, in fact, I know FanBridge has an app that you can uh, launch right there on your, if you've got Wi-Fi, you know, you can put the uh, email address right there on the web. If not, you, there's an app that uh, you can download and then later upload the addresses to FanBridge. But if not, you know, clipboard a great way to do it. And then, of course, while you're up on stage, hold uh, the CD up on stage and then give it away. Um, you know, you've just inserted a, fur, a full commercial into your set without feeling salesy. And you've excited one of your fans by giving them a gift. Now, what I always did with stuff like this, it, I, I would announce it at the end of set one and give it away at the beginning of set two. This way, nobody leaves because you had to be present to, uh, to get it. And if you're, you know, giving away email addresses, we used to do with t-shirts and, uh, we got great sales because we would say, uh, you know, it was a dollar for one ticket or you could buy six for five. And if you got a guy that was on a date with a girl, he would buy a ton of tickets trying to win and also trying to impress the girl. There's a great way to get people to stick around from set one to set two. Now, if you, she says, number four, include a special offer on your homepage with a free exclusives MP3 or video. And again, you can use, uh, she mentions here, uh, Reverb Nation as a fan collector or a free download widget to deliver that. Uh, there's all sorts of, uh, different ways of, of doing that. She says, make sure this download is not available anywhere. Uh, it's not streaming on your Facebook page, only on your website. Yeah, you need to make this exclusive. There's nothing worse than when you give away your email address so you can get this special one-time only thing, and you go on YouTube and there's the same video. 
And you're like, oh, I could have got this for free. And you kind of feel cheated. And that's not the feeling you want your, your fans to have, you know. Of course, that song or whatever can be also available for purchase uh, on your CD, but make sure that no one gets it anywhere else online, especially for free. Uh, this will moderate people to sign up for your mailing list. Now, it says also, follow 25 new people a week on Twitter. And we've talked about her book on Twitter uh, before. Great. Uh, again, she talks about, you know, it's all about making connections with people. Realize when it talks about building your fans, it is really building them one person at a time. She says, number six, send out emails to your most engaged fans on Facebook and ask if you can have their email addresses for your newsletter. Um, she says, this is a bit arduous, but the results will pay off. And, of course, do the same on Twitter. So basically, ask people, can I put you on my email list? And then, obviously, number eight, start a blog and start sharing photos and stories and thoughts. Uh, this would be another place I'm going to add to this. If you're wondering what to do with, with Pinterest, you know, if you're taking pictures at your shows, you know, share those on Pinterest. That's a way you can use Pinterest. If you're kind of like, I don't do knitting. I don't, you know, what's the whole point? But yeah, write about what's going on. Give people the behind the scenes look at your band on your website through your blog. You know, she even mentions here, you can use Instagram to take pictures from your iPhone or Android, your Android phone, which can then be shared through Facebook or Twitter. Number nine, she says, start a podcast or a vodcast. That's so dumb. There's no such thing as a vodcast. Podcasting can be audio, video, or PDFs. Um, and you can interview other artists with big followings. It's a great way to grow your audience. Um, Mark of the Bardenigan Bards. Oh, Mark, well, I can't remember your name. He does Celtic music, and he does a podcast. And he got to know everybody in kind of the Celtic world. And um, oh, I can't remember Mark's last name. Anyway. But that was the way he did that. He kind of became uh, known as the Celtic music guy. Him and Anne Roos, right? Um, but you can interview people and, and get to know. You can use that as a networking tool. And you can share your podcast with their fans and their followers. And, uh, again, it doesn't have to be a big production. If you need help with uh, podcasting, check out my other website, schoolofpodcasting.com. You know, it can be a small, informal video uh, at YouTube. And I'll put a link out to Ariel's uh, YouTube channel there that you can see. Also, ask your friends to review your music at CD Baby or iTunes or Amazon, wherever it is. And uh, so some real basic stuff there. But sometimes, you know, I always laugh when football season comes around and, and the coach would be like, well, we had to focus on tackling. And I'm like, really? You didn't get that during your years of peewee football and then junior high and senior high and things like that? But uh, I'll put a link to this article out at the website at marketingmusician.com. All right, last up, wanted to tell you, if you have your music on Spotify, uh, we mentioned FanBridge in the last article. And uh, you can if you go to uh, marketingmusician.com forward slash FanBridge, uh, that'll take you right over there. That, they actually have a program where if... Uh, Somebody signs up through this, I get a uh, bit of a commission for that, so that's always appreciated. But um, what it is, there is a what's called a fan page creator, as we have uh, chaos here at the Jackson House. Uh, but uh, I don't know if you can hear that in the background. Anyway, um, it's this social page. It's a tool they have, and what fan page has is a way to put your Spotify play button into their fan page creator 
which you can then, of course, put on your Facebook page. So you can add your album to your FanBridge Facebook tab and allow fans to stream music with Spotify and, of course, using the Spotify module on a FanBridge fan, fan bridge Facebook tab, say that three times fast, allows artists to get the best of both services by embedding audio directly on your Facebook page and collecting streaming royalties through Spotify. And, uh, and of course, it makes your music store more shareable and you can get paid too. So how do you do this? You just add the Spotify play button module to your FanBridge Facebook fan page. That is a horrible name for that. Uh, and then you search for your artist's name and you select the album you would like to include in the player, which of course would be yours. And when fans go to play your tracks, Spotify will automatically launch. If your fans don't have Spotify, they'll be notified that they need it and to access the tracks and will be prompted to either open or download the app. So if you're trying to get your numbers up on Spotify, that's a way to get it on your Facebook page. So that is going to do it for this episode of the Marketing Musician Podcast. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I want to remind you, want to remind you that you can take our course, Building Your Band's website, for a buck by using the coupon code LISTENER and the number one. It's no spaces, LISTENER. So L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R and the number one. And you can get that whole course for a dollar. Now, one of the things I want to point out here is that if you're looking for this on the website, you're not going to find it. This is only for you, the podcast listeners. So if you're looking to take this class, if you want to check it out, use the coupon code LISTENER1 and you can get that whole course for a buck. Now, there's only a 100. Well, actually, there's less than a 100 now, but there's only going to be a 100 people allowed to take advantage of that coupon. So again, listener number one, you can find that at marketingmusician.com. While you're there, you can also email me, dave at marketingmusician.com. You can call in your comments, 888-563-3228, or just click on the voicemail button out at our website. If you do, if you're a person that has iTunes on your machine, go to marketingmusician.com forward slash iTunes and launch us there in, in iTunes. And if you would feel so inclined to leave us a review, it would be greatly appreciated. So thank you so much for tuning in. Let me remind you that for those who have money, there is therapy. But for the rest of us, there is music. Hallelujah. Stay cool, everybody. We'll see you again in two weeks with another episode of the Marketing Musician Podcast.